Welcome to the Dream Mason Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Terranova, and this is The Bricks. So bricks by nature aren't much all on their own, but when you create a vision for what they could build, create a plan, and start to build, bricks can become something truly magnificent. And like our dreams, we build them one brick at a time. The Bricks is a short, one-topic episode of the Dream Mason podcast intended to spark inspiration and support you in moving one step closer to building your dreams. Because your dreams don't build themselves. I am super excited to have one of my really good friends and colleagues, Christina Stathopoulos. I hope I got that name right, Christina. Yeah, you got it. Yes. Uh, we're already starting off as a, on a win. So for this episode of The Bricks, I have Christina here. Christina is the founder and are you the head coach, the president of Hear Her Roar? Yeah, whatever sounds best. That's what I am of Hear Her Roar. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Will you tell, before we jump into this awesome topic of I don't know what I want, will you just tell everybody a little bit about you? Yeah, sure thing. So like you just mentioned, I founded a coaching practice called Hear Her Roar. I'm super dedicated to the life and leadership development of women everywhere. And in addition to that, I also train new coaches and leaders through accomplishment coaching. Nice. And she's nice to me and supports me in many ways. Um, Christina, I actually invited Christina on here to do these with me because I think she is one of the most insightful, um, intelligent, and also like emotionally connected coaches that I know. So she brings a lot of all the pieces to the puzzle. So we said we were going to talk about this idea of, I don't know what I want, which is so common in the world. There people are up to all sorts of things all the time. And some of the people know that they're doing the thing they want to do. And then there's other people that aren't. And I'll start with, for me, this is like a head versus heart conversation that if we were really doing the things that we wanted to be doing, we would be have, making our choices from our hearts. We would be making choices that are passionate, passion-driven, that we're excited to get out of bed and put our feet on the floor in the morning. Something that uh, I heard recently in a book was asking yourself the question of like, does this thing make my heart sing? Versus mm-hmm. the head-based conversation, which is, Like, I need to do this or I should do this because it's smart, it's the right thing to do, it's safe, like I should just go get a job. What do you, Christina, what do you see in this, like, I don't know what I want conversation? Totally. Well, one thing that I hear you saying and what I actually get from clients a lot is because so much of the work that we do as coaches is goal-oriented, when I ask people what they want, they actually tend to tell me what they don't want. (laughs) So a great example of that is, you know, let's say I'm poor, I'm fat and I'm single. Then I think to myself, well, I don't want to be fat anymore. I don't want to be poor anymore. And I don't want to be single anymore. So the things I must need are money, weight loss and a relationship. And what's so interesting about that is usually like right after that very first question and people are like, well, here's what I don't want. I'm like, cool. But what what do you want? What is the thing that you do want? Most people can't answer that as clearly because they're so busy focusing on just solving the problems in their lives rather than looking ahead to what they could create if they didn't have any problems to solve. 
Nice. So where would you have people go from there? So one way that I think about vision building is I remember back in middle school, I had taken a painting class and I've never taken one since because I'm God awful at painting. (laughs) But when I took this class, the instructor told us that when you paint a picture, you always start with the largest parts of the image, like the background, and then you go in and you paint the details later. So what I notice what people do is like, they like to focus on the details first. So imagine having this giant canvas and you start painting the seeds of a strawberry as like the very first thing that you start with. Like you have nowhere to go from there. Like what size do you even make the strawberry? Like what size do you make the orange next to it? It's totally skewed because you're focused on this super tiny picture. Whereas instead, like if you actually said to yourself like, oh, okay, like I know the wall is going to be blue. I just have to start with painting these wide strokes of blue. I know the bowl is going to be gold. Let me put in like these nice swirls of gold. And then you actually, from thinking as big as possible, get to go back in and create what to fill it with afterwards, if that makes sense. It makes total sense. It's, it's a really amazing and common sense-based idea almost because like that strawberry analogy is perfect because why would I start with the seeds? I also had this, I just started laughing because I was like, wow, did Michelangelo go backwards when he <laughs> created the David? Um, but, uh, and for anyone that doesn't know what I'm talking about, they should look up the David. Um, when I was going, when I was, when you were, th- when you were talking with the place that I thought, and I agree completely with where you're looking and, and the, the don't want to, sorry, not the don't want to, but the, the things I don't want going the reverse. I was thinking about commitment. And I know for a lot of my clients and for me, it's, it's kind of like we don't even know where we're going often. So we like don't know what we want and we don't know where we're going. And that's a really tough place to go because you know if you got in an Uber or a car like that and you just had no idea where you were going, you wouldn't get anywhere. And mm-hmm. so one of the things I like to do is think about what I'm committed to. And when I say that, I think a lot of people will think, oh, well, I'm committed to that thing I signed up for, that job. And sure, maybe, but I'm thinking bigger. And for me, I, I think of my commitments as like my North Star. Mm-hmm. So I'm committed to like well-being, authenticity, ease, and living like a great life that I'm excited about. And so when I want to look at like, what do I want? Well, does it actually fit inside of that? Going to, to work on a project that isn't going to be authentic to me or is going to jeopardize my well-being and when I say ease, it doesn't mean easy. It just kind of means like it flows, it works in my life. It helps me kind of choose what I want to do and where I want to go. So thinking about like what you're actually committed to can give you a direction to start looking. Yeah, totally. That actually, it made me think of a client that I have who she hired me because she wants to be a coach. Like she wants to be starting her own coaching practice, working with clients one-on-one, the whole shebang. And every conversation she brings to our coaching calls is around her current job. And so like what I hear you saying and the idea of like creating your vision from your commitment is like, she's saying that she wants this one thing, but then we're like the conversations that she's getting herself into and what she's actually creating has nothing to do with the thing that she says that she wants, which is so perfect. Cause it's almost like she's made the data that like using your version of commitment. It's like, she's made, just living day-to-day her commitment. I don't know anyone who says living day-to-day is the thing they want the most in the world, you know? 
Yeah, well, and it's, I mean, it's great to be present, right? But it's different if you're just like, well, I'm just present, so I'm just going to sit here or I'm going to be present and then not actually, you know, if I just say, hey, I'm going to be present and in my present moment, I want to eat pizza, but <laughs> I actually have a commitment to health. Yeah, in the moment, I might be happy, but I am actually jeopardizing the bigger thing. Totally. Nice. Well, well what I want to know what you think would be some good resources besides obviously talking to, you know, a coach, a mentor, or somebody actually to support you around this. What are some good resources for people that if they're in the, I don't know what I want. I don't know what my vision is. I don't know why I'm doing these things. Mm -hmm. Where would you, where where might you have them look or go or? Yeah. So I think it is going to sound cliche, but it's cliche for a reason and that it works is the best place to start is with you, like sitting down, going through a meditation, like literally, like we're talking about vision right now. So actually taking the time to envision what it is you want. Maybe you've never had a conversation of what goes beyond your nine to five job. And like actually just sitting down for even 10 or 20 minutes would be a really cool way to start that for you. And what I love is I used to hate meditation. I am the first person to tell people I don't have an hour to sit there and think to myself. And so one resource that I really love is the app Insight Timer. Mm-hmm. Um, they have you know paid subscription options, but what's really great is even for free, you have access to hundreds of different meditations that run anywhere from eight minutes to 80 minutes. So it's a really cool resource. I love that. And I throw in like, I've, I've been meditating for probably three years now. And, and for the first year, I was like an every day, like I had to make it a habit and make it work. Because I knew when, when we start things, we're just not good at them and we're uncomfortable. And I knew to overcome that, I had to like kind of force it for a really long period of time. And the thing that I would, would give anyone else if they want to start meditating is start really small. Like do a minute, wake up and meditate for one minute. And then go the next day, do two minutes and then go to three and then maybe do a week at three minutes and then go up to five. Like we, we usually try to take bite off this huge chunk and then we become upset because we're not good. We don't think we're good at it or it's become too hard or too challenging. The other thing that I would give is Simon Sinek has a book called Start With Why, which I think is an amazing resource for either a human being or a company. So if you actually have a business and you don't even know why you're doing your business or what the purpose or the vision is, it's a great place to start. There's also some awesome YouTube videos where he kind of breaks down for those of you that aren't readers, you can kind of get the gist of what he's doing. Christina, thanks so much for coming on to the Dream Mason podcast, doing a quick episode of The Bricks with me. And if people want to reach out to you, how can they follow you, track you down, stalk you, pronounce your last name wrong? (laughs) Well, if they need to pronounce my name wrong, they could go straight to you. Uh, But otherwise, to find me, you can just look up my coaching practice, Hear Her Roar. I'm available at hearherroar.net. My email is christina at hearherroar.net. Or if any of that was way too confusing, just reach out to this guy and I'm sure he'd be happy to connect (laughs) the two of us. Yep. Thanks, Christina. Cool. Thank you. Thanks for checking out the Dream Mason podcast. Whether you're a longtime listener or just taking a peek, longtime listener, I love that since we just started. Uh, I'm grateful to have you here. 
Please tag a friend that needs to hear this. Subscribe to the podcast. Give us a review. If you want more, you can follow me, Alex Terranova, on Instagram at inspirationalalex. You can find me at thedreammason.com or email me at alex at thedreammason.com. And remember, you are a dream mason because your dreams don't build themselves. <laughs>